We have seen a lot of beaches in our lives, thankfully, mm-hmm. and this ranks right up there. Yeah. I mean, for- it's not tropical, sure. but it's it's definitely just kind of like that classic. It kind of reminded me of like an East Coast beach, honestly, because it had the dunes. Oh, you're going to the- get skewered yeah. on on <laughs> social media for that. What do you mean there? It reminded me of an East Coast beach. I think people are going to get pretty upset about that. This is the final call for the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 282. The Hotel Del Coronado in San Diego is the country's largest wooden structure, and it also featured the first electric-lit outdoor Christmas tree in 1904. If you can afford to stay there, do it. Awesome tacos, amazing beer, incredible weather. It was a foregone conclusion before I ever set foot in San Diego that I was going to love it. But I actually loved it even more than I imagined when we went out there, had a fantastic time, which you're going to hear about all in today's podcast. But another foregone conclusion was the fact that I brought out my Tortuga backpack with me. And if you guys know anything about the way I travel, you know I only ever travel with a carry-on, and you know I love my Tortuga Outbreaker backpack. And the Tortuga Outbreaker backpack, I'm not the only one who loves it because it was just named Wirecutter's top travel backpack in the world. And Wirecutter is one of my favorite review sites out there. They do reviews for everything from electronics to travel gear all across the board, always very thorough. They research everything. And that's why I was so excited when I got the call from Fred over at Tortuga telling us that they had been named Wirecutter's best travel backpack. So if you want to check out the backpack that Wirecutter and myself love, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP. That's E-P-O-P all capital letters, and that'll get you 10% off your entire order. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who is so creative and ingenious that she is making her own maternity shorts, my (laughs) wife and constant travel companion, Heather. I was wondering where you were going with that. That's where I was going. You are making your own maternity shorts. Yes. Well, I found it on Pinterest, to be fair, but I can't find any maternity shorts that I like. And there are some that are about $80, which I don't really feel like spending on shorts I'm only going to wear for a couple months. So yeah, I'm going to hack my own. I, I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> a, you're saving money. B, you're making something out of stuff you already have. Yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. And uh Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do a podcast on how you made your own maternity shorts. But today, (laughs) we've got a Destination Diary episode. And if you're new to the podcast, our Destination Diary episodes are our on-the-ground reports of a city, a country, a region where we are in that place. We eat, 
We drink, we enjoy it, we see the sights, and we give you everything that we loved. We give you everything that maybe we didn't like as much. This is like a, you know, behind the scenes, like no holds barred here. Look at a certain area from our perspective because we have actually been there. And today's destination diary is San Diego, which is a city that we have been both wanting to go to for a very, very long time. And now after 34 years of life, we just finally each made it there for the first time. Yeah, we went in March, the end of March, beginning of March, something like that. And it was really fun. Although at the time I was newly pregnant. If you haven't been following us on social media, maybe you don't know, but Trav and I are expecting a baby. And so this this is the first destination guide where I kind of feel like, oh, I didn't well, get to enjoy the food. I couldn't drink. So I am here more as a supporting factor, even though I was there and I did do a lot of activities, which I can talk about. But yeah, Trav really got to just go wild and eat anything he wanted and I certainly drink did. anything he wanted. I certainly <laughs> did. I was eating and drinking for two of us. And so if you feel like I'm talking way too much during the eating and drinking segment, well, it's not that I'm not letting Heather get a word <laughs> in edgewise like normal. It's that I have a lot more to say than Heather does. So today we'll be focusing on San Diego. Don't forget, if you aren't following us on social media, hop on. Uh, you could follow us on Instagram at Pack of Peanuts, Twitter at Pack of Peanuts as well. And don't forget to use the hashtag, like to find the hashtag. We're doing a thing called the EPOP scavenger hunt. So if you look for the, if you search for the hashtag on Instagram, EPOP scavenger hunt, people are buying, are, are going and redeeming coffees at the um, Coffee Works in Press in Galway, Ireland. Someone redeemed the gelato that we bought in Austin. So there is a lot. Of, there's a few things where there is gelato or coffee or something bought for you around the world if you're an EPOP listener, and then people are paying it forward. So use the hashtag EPOP scavenger hunt. You'll be able to figure all that out. So don't forget, top on that. If you are or are not following us on social media, that might be a good way to start. We're not going to mention all the Destination Diary episodes that we've done so far because we'll do that at the end because I'm very excited to hop into the just the San Diego and everything we did there, including, as Heather mentioned, a lot of drinking. And don't forget, stick with us till the end because we're going to be doing our what we do at the end of every Destination Diary, which is our one can't miss thing, our one thing that we, you know, you could skip and our one thing we wish we had done. We will reveal that at the very end. First, let's start with how to get there and and what are the most you know common ways that people usually find themselves find themselves in San Diego. Yeah, so we flew, obviously being from the East Coast, we weren't going to spend three and a half days driving to San Diego. But we flew into LAX. But we did first. fly into LAX first, um, just because we've never been to LA and the flights were cheaper for whatever reason. So we flew into LA. You can also obviously fly right into San Diego. They have a you know a big airport that's really easy to get to, actually. And crazy because you're in downtown right there and you just have these planes coming right overhead and landing at the airport. I've never seen an airport in a major US city that was basically in downtown, downtown. in downtown. So you could easily fly into San Diego, but we flew into LAX and then we took the drive down. Of course, we rented a car and we drove down. Of course, we did not take people's advice. Everyone said, you got to get out of LA. You got to get out of LA before three. And we're like, no, no, no. Like the trap, you know, everyone hears about LA traffic. We're like, this is a myth. It can't be that bad. Really, it's going to be that much difference between three and 3.30. Well, yeah, it was yeah. bad. 
It was bad. It was not good. So, you know, if you do decide to go to L.A. first, make sure you leave maybe at 11 a.m. And we we were reluctant to leave because we only had one night in L.A. So that day we were like, you know, going to the beaches and just like hanging out. And so we kind of got a late start down to San Diego. Yeah, if you leave after three, uh, we sat in two hours of traffic just trying to even, you know, get out of basically L.A. city limits and going nowhere. So... Highly recommend if you're going into <laughs> LA. Yeah, adhere, um, take the advice from the locals. Definitely leave before three. Um, but it, but it was a really gorgeous drive, and we actually wish we had more time to take that drive. There's plenty of places you could stop along the way, Laguna Beach and things like that. So um, that you know that would be something I would recommend as long as you're not sitting in traffic. As far as places to stay in San Diego, when we first got to San Diego, we actually didn't stay downtown. And so what we realized pretty quickly with San Diego natives and, and people who live there were, you know, they talk about San Diego, but it's really San Diego and the North County as well. Right. And then like even the Northern neighborhoods, I guess, of San Diego. And then like outside right. so you have the San Diego, limits. then you have the Northern neighborhoods, and then you get up into the North County, like Encinitas mm-hmm. and Cardiff and Solana Beach and La Jolla. But that's I don't know. Being from the East Coast, it's interesting. I, it's not really that far from downtown, but it's a whole nother world up there. Yeah. And we were fortunate enough to stay in both places. So we started our trip in Encinitas and it's a cute little town. Definitely a really relaxing, laid back. Okay. All of San Diego is pretty relaxing and laid back, but en- Encinitas is quiet. You know, it just has like a main little street with shops and the beach is right there. And, and it's cool. It's definitely a fun vibe there. Yeah. And I would recommend if you have a week out in San Diego and you can do what you want, spend a couple days up in the North County, you know, two, three nights, maybe do Encinitas, be up there in Cardiff, Encinitas, Solana Beach area, maybe La Jolla, and if you're in La Jolla, then you can easily get down to San Diego downtown, or you can pop up to those towns and then do, you know, three, four days closer to downtown San Diego. All told, though, it's funny. It's not even that far. You know, people no. say, oh, I, I can't come all the way from Encinitas down into San Diego. It's like 35 minutes. Yeah, 40, 40 <laughs> minutes, maybe. Um, so we're like, what? This is crazy. We can't even get five miles through Philadelphia in 40 minutes. So I'm um, pretty easily all pretty easy all told when you're talking about driving around San Diego. That's another point we should make. We had a rental car and everything seems to be 15 minutes away. So anywhere you want to go in San Diego is 15 minutes away because you got the highways coming through. Yeah, there's a lot of highways. And honestly, having a car, I would highly recommend because you get to see all of the places, like all of the beaches along the coast and getting in in between the parks. Like we'll talk about this more in activities, but definitely easy to have a car. And I think the public transportation is not... You know, it's not a huge city. So if you just want to be downtown, you could probably take, you know, some of the... But we didn't take any public transportation no, and while we were there. and there's going to be a lot that you're going to miss if you're not getting into the neighborhoods and things like that. And a car is very easy. Now, the roads are a little crazy. I mean, you're always getting on and off and on and off. But, you know, you'll figure that out. But it is... There is, compared to L.A., there's basically no traffic. And that was pretty neat, especially for us, you know, East Coast... We're used to a decent amount of traffic to San Diego because they have so many highways. You could get in between stuff. We sat in traffic one time at five, and it was not really that much at no, all. it so, wasn't bad. Yeah, I rec- recommend having a car, especially if you want to do some exploring. When you're then in San Diego proper, 
as we've talked about, there's some really cool neighborhoods. Um, one of our favorite was North Park. And I know that in the last 10 years really, really changed as, as we've been told. But North Park is very neighborhoody, very hip. If you're into like good restaurants and lots of beer, I mean, that's kind of the place that stuff is really starting to blow up. And so we, we really liked our time in North Park. We didn't stay there, but we did spend a lot of time up there. So that's would be one recommendation if you're looking for a neighborhood to stay in San Diego proper. Yeah, definitely had some really, really good restaurants and just kind of a cool vibe. But it's not, I wouldn't say that it's, you know, very posh or anything like that. It's a little bit grittier, hipster, you know, kind of eclectic. But then downtown has, you know, the beautiful buildings that kind of, like the mission style type buildings that are just really beautiful. So you definitely want to walk through downtown or even stay downtown. But I definitely didn't feel like a lot of people were out and about downtown as much as they were in more of the neighborhoods. Yeah. And downtown is easily walkable if you're, if you are downtown and getting to some of the things we'll mention activities. We actually stayed uh, before I, before I talk about where we say Pacific beach and ocean beach would be probably, uh, we, we spent time there. They would be cool to stay in as well. Obviously you're at the beaches there, ocean beach, a little more, of a like a hippie old timey vibe, whereas Pacific Beach is a lot of younger people, yeah, as, and that's where there's a college at Pacific Beach. Yeah, and there's, Beach, and there's like a, a lot of partying yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, you know, if you want something quieter, Ocean Beach, Pacific Beach. If you want, you know, more of like the cheaper, but a lot of nightlife and things like that. But we actually stayed in a place aptly named Hotel Circle, which we <laughs> thought was so funny. I'm like. Is this really just a hotel, a circle of hotels? And the answer is yes. Basically, yes, it is. It's like this exit off the highway that, you know, you just go around in a circle on either side of the highway and there are just tons of hotels there because the main convention center in San Diego used to be right here and then they did move it. I guess it's downtown now. But there's also like a huge shopping mall there. So, and I, it's, and it's not that close to what's the, um, the big park there, SeaWorld. It's not that close to SeaWorld, but I guess people also stay there if they're going to SeaWorld. As you said, everything's 15 minutes Everything's away, close. But the thing with these hotels is they were pretty cheap. So we stayed at this place called... Um, the the Hand- Handerly Hotel. Handerly Hotel. It had a really nice big pool. You know, it wasn't anything that was amazing, but it was $100 a night. So it was really cheap. Yeah, and I think... You know, if you're not looking for something super nice or something super unique, you could stay at Hotel Circle. You're going to find cheap prices. They have all the chain hotels as well. It's convenient to getting to stuff. If you have a rental car, it's no big deal. And it's it's really easy to get on and off because <laughs> you're just on a Hotel Circle. So yeah. I would recommend it if you want to stay somewhere cheap. I wouldn't recommend it if you want more of like a special occasion or to be near the beach because right. it's not that. Right. There's nothing <laughs> special around Hotel Circle. Other than a big shopping mall, which you probably didn't come to San Diego for a shopping right. mall, and, and there's no, there's not really any good restaurants or anything like that either. So right, and you and you're stuck kind of around the highway, so you can't really walk or bike anywhere. I mean, you, you need could a go, car, yeah. So, but but again, it was fine, and and we had a place. The Handlery Handerly had a great pool, and that's kind of what we we're looking for and things like that. Heather did spend more time in the room than she was planning on because she was in the throes of the. Uh, Morning sickness. Well, basically all day sickness at yes, that point. Yes, all day sickness. Um, <laughs> which is why now when we talk about eating, um, thankfully we had to do, well, we did have to do this podcast a little 
after she's gotten past <laughs> that quite a bit because I know that some of the times when we were going out because she was so sick, you know, there were stuff that she was literally like, I can't be around while you're eating this, which was a lot of fish tacos, some yeah. pastor tacos. A, she's a still kind of grimacing of, a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, this baby doesn't seem to enjoy Mexican food, which is one of my top five foods. So haven't been eating too much of that. And of course, San Diego is known for having really good Mexican food, which Trav ate at least once a day. So in the name of research, <laughs> I ate for two. And I was very, very fortunate to have an awesome EPOP fan, Neil, um, take me around and just show me some amazing, amazing spots. We went around a couple different days. And uh, he's a guy who loves beer and uh, food and especially tacos as much as myself. So that's uh, very... A match made in heaven. Uh, it was a match made in heaven. So I have Neil to thank for, um, for taking me around. And also um, a few of our friends, Marilyn and Mike... And as well as everyone who we, we had tons of recommendations when we talk about going to San Diego. So we had no shortage of places to visit. And I did my best to do to do everything and everyone justice. So I'm going to rattle <laughs> off a few of the places that, that we really, really did like. Um, one that's up in Cardiff, and this came from us, uh, actually from another listener, Christian, who, who actually uh, opened up his house to us. And, and, and it was just being actually... San Diego, the people were so nice. Like everyone was so excited to welcome yeah. us and show them around their really the, the friendly, town. and it was really fun to meet up. We had a meet up there when we were in San Diego, and everyone just so nice and happy to show us around or give us recommendations. And it was just like a really great trip. Yeah. So big shout out to everyone who came to that. And as well as a uh, big shout out to everyone who gave me the recommendations as well. I'm not going to name drop everyone, but Christian, who uh, grew up in Cardiff area in the North County, uh, gave me a recommendation for a place with 99 cent fish tacos that were to die for. And I'm this, thinking, this no is, way. This is the funny thing about the San Diego area that apparently having a taco shop next to or attached to a gas station is a regular thing. Well, okay. I, I agree that it seemed weird at first. And then I thought, well, we have that a lot on the East Coast where we have like a subway. A, yeah, or Dunkin' Donuts. Or Dunkin' Donuts. Or I mean, like I don't know. If tacos are that ubiquitous, I guess it's not as weird. Now, it, it is still strange. I mean, people are literally <laughs> going through the car wash and then eating tacos. I, I mean, to me, that's, that's, that is heaven right yeah. there. Um, but El Pueblo, 99 cent fish tacos. They have two locations now. The one I went to three different times in three days. Three what, times? Was yeah, it was oh in Cardiff. Um, and the fish tacos are big. They are 99 cent all day, every day. There's no maximum. Each time I went and I got three, three was plenty. Uh, it was $3. And they were very, very, very <laughs> good uh, fish tacos. So El Pueblo, if you're around there um, in that North County area, head to the El Pueblo in Cardiff. Check that out. Highly, highly recommend it. Another thing that's a little off the beaten path, but this is south of San Diego proper. And this was, Neil took me to this place again for fish tacos. And he said, this is going to be one of the best fish tacos you've ever had. And it was, and that was TJ's Oyster Bar. And that's down in Bonita slash Chula Vista area. We went down there. There's a few outposts of them as well. They have all different types of seafood tacos. They were fantastic as well. So El Pueblo and TJ's Oyster Bar were my two favorite 
fish tacos, and neither of them disappointed at all. I will say TJ's Oyster Bar, not 99 cents, though. <laughs> yeah, a little pricier, right? There there was another food truck that we went to, um, and this was our last night there. We were at Fall Brewing, and trust me, we'll get into beer in just a second. But a uh, food truck at Fall Brewing, and I think they, they go all over the place, but Tacos La Mezcla. And what was really cool about this, they told me to order the carnitas, which I did, and they also had a Korean barbecue taco. Both were fantastic. So if you track down this Tacos La Mezcla food truck, um, again, highly recommend yeah. that. I didn't try it again because uh, I wasn't in the mood for tacos, but we were with a few other people and everybody thought that this was amazing. Everybody thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, one, uh, another uh, kind of off the beaten path place. And I have uh, actually, Neil said, I'm going to take you to this place that, you know, everyone raves about but not many people go to because it's it's pretty far away. And I actually said to him, is it going to be Tacos El Gordo? Because one, and thank you for whoever this was on Instagram, who said, you have to go to Tacos El Gordo. And we went there and it is, it's crazy. It's like a cafeteria. They have just a ton of different options, but you have to order like certain ones from certain people or then shaving the meat off it, putting your tacos there. I mean, it's no frills, fun uh, we got a bunch of tacos, Neil and I, and the Al Pastor is what they're known for. So Tacos El Gordo, just an institution there in San Diego. And unlike any of the other taco joints I had been to, because you're ordering like, you know, one guy only does the Pastor ones, one guy only does this. So it's kind of cool um, that way as well. So check out Tacos El Gordo. And as well as then in North Park, we told you. So many taco yeah. places. Well, I'm trying to get through them all in yeah. North Park. And we'll, then we'll move on to other food because we're not just going to talk no. tacos. But City Tacos in North Park, Mike and Marilyn took us to. And again, did not disappoint. They have That's a little more gourmet. Yeah, they have boutique-y. lots of different like sauces and mixtures of tacos. Because I actually did eat the tacos there. Um, and they were very tasty. For sure. I mean, I think I would have enjoyed them more. Right. Not, Everything was a little dull to your but power. But I think, you know, it. they were really good. And it's kind of fun. Like, again, it's a no frills type of place where you just like go up and you order and then you find a table and then get your food. So. Yeah. And that's what I love about the San Diego food scene in general, but especially the tacos. I mean, to me, I yeah, I like going out and having a nice meal out here and there. You prefer that probably a little more than I do. Yeah, I mean, I like both for sure. But I love, I love quick, easy, fresh, good like lunches or rolling up to a food truck or going to a uh, little place and not having to deal with waiters and waitresses and stuff taking a while and tipping. You know, sometimes I'm like, I just want to get my food. Yeah, and that's it. And obviously, most of these taco places are like that. One last Mexican recommendation here that we unfortunately didn't get to go to, but this got recommended more than anywhere else, and this was up near La Jolla. And that was Oscar's Mexican Seafood, recommended by multiple people. We never made it there. Obviously, Heather wasn't eating much Mexican nor much seafood. So, <laughs> you know, there was a time where we had to eat some, quote unquote, we'll have to just go back regular meals, but we'll check that out. But it was recommended by multiple people. So if you're in San Diego, I don't think they are wrong with Oscar's Mexican Seafood. But changing a little bit and giving a shout out to Neil my guide, my um, gastronomic <laughs> Food guide tour. through San Diego. Neil's family actually owns the only or one of the only Jewish delis in San Diego called DZ Akins. And what was cool about DZ Akins is we got to get taken through with Neil's family owned it. So we're like with a celebrity. And 
We didn't eat any meals there, but they did give us what they called was a two pound box of pastries, and baked it was goods. easily seven oh, pounds. It was, yeah, and it was so good. Their baked goods were amazing, and the restaurant is packed out all the time. So if you like, you know, deli style meals, definitely check it out. And if you don't, at least go get some baked goods because oh, the cookie. I mean, there were so many different types of so cookies. I mean, I was overwhelmed because they were like, oh, what do you want here? I'm like, just surprise me because <laughs> there were so many options. Whatever that name of the cookies, that style is that they make the cookies with cream cheese was absolutely yeah, incredible. So good. So head to DZ Aikens if, you, if you're getting a little sick of Mexican food, you want something different. <laughs> DZ Aikens Deli, you can um, go there and uh, and get some something a little bit different. We also went to a place, and this you did eat at, and we're feeling mm-hmm. pretty well this for this like maybe two hours of this day. <laughs> and one of your favorite places that we ate at, and, and mine too. Yeah, and it was called The Crack Shack, which is a fried chicken place. I mean, fried chicken sandwiches mostly, but they have different combinations. And that's in Little Italy, the Little Italy part of of downtown San Diego. So we walked from, you know, we parked somewhere on Broadway downtown and then walked to Little Italy, which is a fun walk because, you know, you kind of get to see some of the downtown and then... um we the, ate, the airplanes we, literally go yeah, right, right over, over your head at mm-hmm. that point. And it's really cool. It's a fun place and it has outdoor seating, but it's like really nice new outdoor seating with like a bar and TVs and stuff. And the sandwich was amazing. This, the fr- I mean, we shared a sandwich and I, I, I'm ruining that decision yeah, to this day because yeah. I want to go back and though, get more. And um, it was really good. I think we got fries too, didn't we? We got fries. Yeah. They had a bunch of different sauces. I, I'm yeah. a sauce fanatic. Yeah. We both love different sauces and trying it all out. So the Crack Shack in really Little Italy. Good. Definitely yeah. check it out. Check it out. A, a really cool spot, like a local spot that we went to as well on Pacific Beach was a place called Kono's. And this is a cheap, quick breakfast to lunch spot. I don't think they're open for dinner. No, I could be wrong, but we were so. there for breakfast. And what's really cool about this is they have, you know, you line up and it goes actually much quicker than you think. There's there's a little, there'll probably be a line up there. You line up, you order, the food yeah, came out. because we were there on a, a Monday yeah. morning and, and there, was, there was a lineup at like 1030. And yeah, you order your food, you go up, you order it at the counter and then you find a place to sit. Now, we were there with some of our other friends, Chink and Anna, and they knew about this kind of like secret deck that is overlooking the ocean. So you, the the restaurant is on one side of the street. So you order. And then if you know about this, you cross over the street and there's like, it's a, little, like a tiny path. Yeah, too. A tiny it's not path. A car there's street. like a tourist shop, you know, where you can buy kitschy stuff. And then you go around the tourist shop and there is a deck that is for Kono's you know, cafe, which I would never have yeah, known and about. So you're you're sitting on this deck looking at the beach and the ocean and you know, and the food was super cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's like six, seven bucks. So you're getting a really good deal. The food was definitely it was decent. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was the best food I've ever had. No, but it was good. But it was good and I, I would highly recommend it. Just go for yeah, breakfast. It's Again, it's fun. one of those little institutiony mm-hmm. places. Um, you know, it's nothing has changed in years and years and years. So just a cool little laid back surf vibe right there. On and Pacific who doesn't beach. want to eat breakfast by the beach? Yeah. Um, one more, uh, two more things we want to mention. There's a place in Liberty Station, um, a, a pizza place. And I, I could be wrong, but there might be another one of these somewhere else in. Yeah, I think there are two locations in San Diego. But Liberty Station is this big 
I don't know, area near Point Loma that they've now made into shops and um, restaurants. Op- and restaurants and an open, like, like an market. Un- indoor market. And there's a huge stone brewery there. Yeah, it's really cool. I would definitely recommend going there because you can basically find anything you could want to eat, um, including pizza, which is one of my favorite things to eat. And we tr- we tried out this restaurant that does brick oven pizza. And I don't even know how to pronounce this. O- Officina, Officine Buona Buona Forchetti. <laughs> Forchetti. Anyway, it is. It's really, really good. It's a nice restaurant. I think that it's hard to sometimes get in because it's always busy and packed. So I think you can make reservations. We fortunately were able to walk in with like a group of eight on a Saturday. I don't know how it happened, but we lucked out and the pizza was amazing. Yeah, really, and, really and good. You know, the, the waiter was Italian and I think it's everyone working authentic. there is Italian. It's yes, pretty it's authentic. very authentic it, Italian style pizza. So if you cannot remember our awful pronunciation <laughs> of Officine Buona Forchetti, just it's the Italian pizza place in Liberty Station. Yeah, for Italy being one of our favorite countries, we should probably learn some Italian. Yeah, at least enough to be able to talk on the podcast. But um, Liberty Station, a cool place in its own right. As we said, Mm -hmm. the big stone brewery is there, the one that's in San Diego proper. There's also a huge one. I'm getting ahead of myself because we've got one more thing to talk about eating. But there's a huge one then as well. Up in um, up in the North County, which both are fantastic and huge and amazing, and you're like, I can't believe this is just a brewery's garden. Like it's really cool. Um, we should mention as well, uh, and we got to give a shout out when we're talking about eating in San Diego. So we mentioned our friends Jenk and Anna, and they um, Anna's German, Jenk is Turkish, and we met them actually in Turkey. If you listen to a podcast we did where we talked about doing an experience where we ate in their home with a program called Eat With. Which was super fun. And Ching and Anna made the most amazing meal for us. I mean, it was eight courses. I don't know. We, were we there stayed hours. at their house until I think one or two o'clock in the morning. They're lovely people. They have two beautiful little kids and they actually came to the U.S. and started a food truck. Well, they first had a food stand, basically, where they would go around to different breweries. But recently, within the past month, they have purchased a food truck called Local Kebab. And unfortunately, I was not up to trying it while I was there. Well, we actually, the two days that we were spending with them, they were off. Like, they weren't at any of the places, so we couldn't try it. But let me tell you, the food that Jenk made us in Turkey is some of the best food I've ever eaten. His food truck, Local Kebab, gets amazing reviews. I'm telling you, it is... I, I am High so quality, bummed I didn't really get to good. have it. We, our friends, Marilyn and Mike, who now are friends with Jenkins and Eggs, we all hung out <laughs> in San Diego, um, rave about it. Everyone raves about it. Find the local kebab food truck. We'll link it in the show notes. So don't forget, we'll, we will put all the links in the show notes. But localkebab.rocks, I think, is their web address. Check it. Find it. If you're in San Diego, track them down. Tell Jenk that Travis and Heather sent you. Uh, he's one of the nicest guys ever, and the food is to die for. Yeah, amazing. So next time we come out, we have two places to try. Oscar's Mexican f- Seafood. And local kebab. And local kebab. Um, we want to give you two recommendations in the North County. We were ate at, and we obviously ate while we were in Encinitas. And uh, two places that we wanted to point out. One was a, I think it was a coal-fired pizza place. Or was it a wood-fired pizza place that you really, really liked? Yeah, it was coal-fired, I think. And it was really thin pizza. And it's called Urban 
U-R-B-N pizza. And, you know, we just got it one day. We actually got it and drove to the beach in La Jolla and just kind of ate it at the beach, which was really fun and definitely solid, good pizza. Yeah. And then there's a, a cafe we went to with our friend Emily. So, uh, again, one of these like old school institutions that's as fun to just go to and see as it is to actually eat there. Food was decent, um, but it's just a cool spot. Swami's Cafe right in Encinitas as well. So two recommendations for you to check out um, there in Encinitas. Now we get to, if you thought the food list was long, wait until you get to the brewery list, which is all on Trav because obviously I was not drinking at all. And he went to a ton of of breweries. I did go to a ton of breweries. I didn't add them all up, but I and I, but I'll run through this fairly quickly um because I know some of you don't drink, some of you don't care as much about breweries. Some of you do really care about breweries, so you're going to love this. You're going to love San Diego at last count. There are 174 breweries in San Diego proper, which is insane. So if you go to the North Park, that neighborhood we were talking about, there is literally one on every corner. I mean, you could hit 20 breweries within like a five block radius. It's it's insane. It is a beer lover's um, haven. <laughs> it is amazing. My favorite of all of them was... And starting I, with the best. Starting with the best was Modern Times. And um, I actually, Neil, as we mentioned, sent me some beer, some Modern Times beer here in Philly because I was missing it so much. It is incredible. They have a spot in Point Loma. They have a spot in North Park. They're putting one in LA, I heard. I think they're opening up a third thing in San Diego. So in the last couple of years uh, since they've opened, they are just doing very, very well. And it's because their beer is fantastic. And the Point Loma, the the one thing I was really disappointed that Heather wasn't feeling well, not because she couldn't drink it. I mean, obviously, I would want her to taste it as well, but was that she loves as much as I do going to the breweries yeah, to see how they set them up them and the vibe mm-hmm. and the feel and the feel and the vibe at their Point Loma, Modern Times Point Loma Brewery is one of the best, if not the best I've ever been in. So couple that with their amazing beer. Uh, they have Fruitland series, which are like sour, sour beers, but made with like different fruit flavors. Like they have blood orange and hibiscus. They have passion fruit and guava. That um, sounds amazing. Amazing. Oh my and then gosh. they have I'm some so jealous right dreamy now. IPAs. Like dreamy hazy, IPAs. juicy, You awesome are really nerding IPAs. out right now. You're so really nerding out. Go to modern times. Another place that you, you kind of have to go and what helped put San Diego on the beer map is Stone. And we mentioned this before, but Stone's beers are, are good. Very good, but their breweries are even more amazing. Their one in yeah. San Marcos is like a, it's like it's a crazy. wonderland. It's like it's a rainforest. Humongous. Yeah, they have this whole. I did go to both of these breweries, and um, they have this huge outdoor garden space where I mean, there's like hidden pockets where there are really comfortable chairs to sit in. I mean. It's really cool. Even if you don't drink beer, I mean, they have kind of like a gourmet food menu at the one in San Marcos and we didn't eat there, but it looks, the menu looked amazing and the space itself is just worth going. I mean, they have koi ponds, they have huge (laughs) outdoor fire pits. It's like being, it's like being in a really, really posh backyard of people i was gonna say like a frat house but it's not it's not that vibe it's way classier but i mean it's just like someone said hey you know what we're gonna make this awesome koi pond and fire pits and everyone's gonna hang out and just drink beer and eat good food and enjoy it um and both of them are like that the san marcos one is amazing the liberty station one's cool too the san marcos one i think even a little more crazy because it's 
It's yeah, just, and it had more like vegetation, so you really right. felt like you were in like some jungly area. Yeah, it's cool. So definitely hit those up. Um, if we're talking about stuff in the North County, also Culture Brewing. I went to the one in Encinitas er, in uh, Solana Beach, right down the road from Encinitas. They're opening up one in Encinitas, and they also have one in Ocean Beach down in San Diego proper. So Culture Brewing was uh, that was my favorite vibe and beer until i hit modern time so did i go to that one to culture uh, you did not i went mm. on my own maybe okay. that's why i liked it so much just kidding <laughs> um no but it was it's just a really cool place laid back no frills um hit up culture brewing good food uh, i mean good beer um also right next to culture brewing in solana beach oh, that's is right pizza port. pizza port and this has been there i i might get this wrong but it's like 1987 or yeah, 1992 it's an older it's, brewery it is like a surf vibe through old timey surf vibe through and through, and it was packed when and it you was were there. Packed. Now people said they loved their pizza there. We thought it was just it was good. It's kind okay. of like doughy pizza, um, which is not something we're used to on the East Coast, nor like the Italian brick style pizza. But it was good. I definitely you know go there and get some pizza and drink some beer. Yeah, it's just it's it's a throwback. Yeah. to like your original. Hey, we're all basically on the beach. We're going to brew some beer. We're going to have some pizza. We're all going to just chill out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and their beer's good as well. So check out Pizza Port. That's in Solana Beach. Society um, is another place that we went and checked out. And you were there with me. And we went with Jenk and Anna to this. Is that um, where they had the grilled cheese food truck when we were there? That is not where they had the grilled okay. cheese. I can't remember which one. Oh, that this was. is the place that had this is where ginger ale. This is a place... <laughs> There you go. The place with ginger. <laughs> if you're out. pregnant, they have like some really local, organic, you know, homemade ginger ale, which is yeah. tasty. And so society gets really high reviews from a lot of people. I didn't love it as much as some of the other places, but that's just me. Um, most people absolutely love it. There's also a ton of breweries out in an area called Miramar. Um, and we went to one. We only had time for one here, but it's funny. You're kind of driving along this industrial area and there's... Again, oh, it was seven, hard to find eight, this one. Nine of these breweries, but we went to Alesmith out there, one of the big names in the San Diego scene. Again, their their beer not my favorite. It was okay, and again, we're setting the bar really high here. So you're talking about some of my favorite breweries of all time. So when I say not my favorite, I don't mean it's bad. He means I just like mean, it's not modern times, which is now on like your list of top ten breweries, right? But it's 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 cool. It's fun. Head out to Miramar. You can hit up like five six breweries just out in that area. And then the last two that we have to mention, Fall Brewing. We went to the last night. That's right in North Park. There's a bunch of them around there. Fall Brewing, one of the better ones from from what I read. Out there, we only had time to really check out just Fall Brewing that one night in North Park. But a cool spot. Make your way up to North Park. Hit up a bunch of those breweries there. And Ballast Point, which is with Stone, kind of the big name in San Diego Brewing, that has an awesome, awesome tap room in Little Italy, which we didn't go to because when we're at the crack shack and we're going to go to ballast point this is why i need my uh partner in crime partner in crime here is i was feeling a little beard out from the night before she was pregnant so when i was like i don't know if we We should go i don't feel like drinking anymore she was like well we should go but i can't drink and then we didn't go so next time we come out we'll hit up ballast point point, because i love their grapefruit sculpting yeah and i have heard that they're they're their tap room there in Little Italy is fantastic as well. So if you're a beer nerd, yes, you know they've sold out to InBev. Okay, give them a pass. Check out their tap room. <laughs> um, you know, I, I even still will next time we go. 
All right. We had one coffee excursion. So usually coffee <laughs> and beer. I do the beer and Heather drinks some of it. And then she does the coffee. Yeah. Coffee, you weren't feeling it. We're, I wasn't feeling coffee too much. But one day I did try West Bean and it was great coffee. Definitely really, really good. It was recommended to me by Mike and he was correct. If you're in San Diego, they have, I think, more than one location. Like if you're at the Liberty Place, they have... um a shop there and then they also have one right on Broadway in downtown and I went to the one downtown and it was delicious and I also had a croissant from there didn't I you did that was pre-chicken sandwich but that's why we split the chicken sandwich. pre-crack shack had, yeah. had a croissant yes. that's why I split the chicken sandwich so, which again I both I, were very good I just want more of that chicken sandwich um <laughs> But as Heather mentioned, it must be my baby because she did not like coffee and I don't like coffee. So mm. I guess it's going to take after me. Um, getting off the food and drink and going into the activities. I mean, there is so one of the things I loved about San Diego. There's no minus shortage. Minus the tacos, yeah. minus the beer, all that. It's just that there's so much to do. And since the weather is usually always nice, so much of it is just outside. Like there's just awesome things to do either free or cheap because you're outside and you're just living I don't know you're just living life by being outside in the sun and and enjoying yes. the beautiful nature around you. I will say this one thing, being there in March, it was beautiful and sunny every day, which is amazing, but it gets chilly at night. So, I think in the summer it does stay a little bit warmer in the evening, but when we were there it was down to like 45 and 50 at night, so you definitely if you're going in the cooler months need to pack some warmer clothes because I was cold a few times at night. Yeah. And as far as activities, there's nowhere else to start when you talk about San Diego than the beaches because... So many beautiful beaches. So many beautiful beaches. They're everywhere. They all have their own different personality. We can't speak, obviously, as well as people who have been there for a while, but it's kind of neat to see the different beaches and why people go to certain ones. Um, even comparing the ones up in the North County, up in Encinitas and Cardiff, where we're at, to the ones that are then down in, you know, in downtown San Diego, like Pacific Beach and Ocean Beach and things like that. And they were all great. They the, were all great. All of them were great. But the the gem. The gem. We have to start with the number one beach. And that is Coronado on Coronado Island. You have to go to Coronado Island. It is so beautiful, the beach there. I mean, it has this amazing sand with dunes and, and seagrass and the sand is super soft. I mean, we were there in March and while we didn't go in the water because it's specific and it's freezing, we did lay on the beach and it got up to almost 80 degrees during the day and it was it was just gorgeous. And we have seen a lot of beaches in our lives, thankfully, mm -hmm. and this ranks right up there. Yeah. I mean, for... it's not tropical, sure. but it's it's definitely just kind of like that classic. It kind of reminded me of like an East Coast beach, honestly, because it had the dunes. Oh, you're going to the... get skewered yeah. on on <laughs> social media for that. What do you mean there? It reminded me of an East Coast beach. I think people are going to get pretty upset about the that. The beaches that I'm used to on the East Coast that have like the sand dunes. It was... More like sand duny and beach grass this than I imagined. Was, this sand was much nicer, much softer, much whiter. <laughs> I To me, it was much more classy. And I love the beaches on the East Coast. Yeah, it's but, better. I'm not saying it's just as good. I'm saying it reminded me a little bit more of that. Man, I'm taking so much heat. Because a lot of the beaches kind of are a little rocky. You know, like if you're up in Big Sur and you do the big 
Coastal Drive on the PCH. And we didn't go to Laguna Beach at all. So I have no idea what that one is like. And, you know, we were at La Jolla, which is, you know, on the list of activities. And I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think La Jolla was really. La Jolla was beautiful, but the I didn't love the actual no, the beach, beach at La Jolla. was not really no. that cool. But Coronado takes the cake it's magic gorgeous over there on the island obviously it's very ritzy very expensive having the hotel at the at the end there which is beautiful and old and classic and then just you know the sand stretching out for i don't know i'd say miles i I, it might be miles it might i don't know it's forever it's a long way we had a fantastic time at coronado island we were blown away we it's it's worth taking the drive over there Enjoying your time there, sitting on the beach, spending a whole day on Coronado Island and the beach there just is great. You have to do it. Yeah. I would definitely maybe pack a lunch or something, though, because there weren't there wasn't anywhere to really eat on the beach. You know, they don't have restaurants because the other side are all these beautiful residential homes. Fifteen million. And if you can find a parking spot, you do not want to give that parking spot up because we were there, as I said, in March and we had to drive around for about 30 minutes to even find a parking spot. So plan ahead, bring a sandwich, bring some lunch that you don't have to actually leave the beach. Yeah. Um, Obviously hitting up the other beaches we mentioned, something you should do. Check them all out. Pacific Beach is great. Um, you know, we, and again, we hit up the, a lot of the beaches up in the North County, just drove around them, you know, walked on them, things like that. So you can't go wrong with the beaches for sure. Um, we mentioned La Jolla. One of the cool things that we did, even though we didn't like the beach at La Jolla, then we went to where all the, uh, sea lions, I guess. I don't want to get it wrong. It's sea lions and walruses. I don't I think know. I avoided it I because it smelled so bad. And I think they're both there. <laughs> Someone might correct me if I'm wrong. You know, go ahead. Tell me I'm wrong on Twitter. That's totally fine. But in La Jolla, just actually sitting on the cliffs and on the grass there, we sat there for really beautiful for hours, to, had a picnic, for the sunset there, laid around. I think Heather took a nap. I went for a little <laughs> run. Um, yeah. Sunset at La Jolla, something. Yeah. You definitely you want have to, do. to at some point when you are in San Diego go to the beach and watch the sunset because you know you're on the west coast and that's where the sun is setting that's what you don't get on the beaches on the east coast because you know you could wake up early for the sunrise but honestly who wants to do that who wants to do that um, Balboa Park in San Diego lovely. We didn't even spend enough time. We just at, scratched at, the surface of Balboa, Balboa Park. Park. I had no idea really what it encompassed, you know, all of the museums. And I guess usually there's one museum that's free every day. They yeah, kind certain. of alternate. Uh, they have the botanic gardens there, which we just barely walked through. It's so amazing. You could easily spend an entire day just at Balboa Park. It's really cool and it's really unique. I've never been to another park like it. And the architecture there is amazing. It's right there in downtown San Diego, super easy to get to. So Balboa Park, certainly something to see. We did not go to the zoo. We didn't. And I I don't know. Maybe we made a mistake. Maybe we didn't. We'll go next time when we have have the baby with us. Yeah, and we have the baby. Zoo's not really like my favorite thing. There are. I like them, but Trav's never really that interested. So we didn't do the zoo, but we did do Balboa Park. One of the other activities we recommend if you're someone who just enjoys, you know, walk around wandering, definitely there's some really cool areas of San Diego to do that. We talked about downtown, easily walkable, go through Italy, Little Italy, the gas lamp district, things like that. We also really, really loved hanging out and walking around North Park because, again, there's a lot just to eat, there's a lot to drink. Uh, it's just an interesting little area. So just north of Balboa Park, you can hit up North Park. 
And then if you want to see the big ships and kind of the harbor view of the Embarcadero, that's pretty cool because they have some museums there that are on ships and it's just kind of cool. You can see the planes landing at the airport and, you know, see kind of the, this is not a boardwalk, but it's like a, just a nice big sidewalk that goes right around the, um, the ocean. So it's a nice place to walk. Yeah. This was not on my list. I can't believe I forgot this because we were talking about nice little areas to be. For sure, hit up Kate, uh, Kate O'Sessions Park. Is it Katie or Kate? Kate, Kate O'Sessions Neighborhood Park. This is right up in, uh, you know, it's it's in that area. Again, everything is near each other in, in San Diego. But Kato Sessions Park gives you a fantastic viewpoint over like looking down. The entire down. city. Yeah, so you're like above Pacific Beach. So you're looking down at Pacific Beach and then in the distance you could see all of downtown and everything like that. So if you're up in La Jolla or Pacific Beach or anything, or really, again, 15 minutes probably from downtown San Diego, but Cato Sessions Park was absolutely awesome. Neil took me there and then I took Heather back there the next day. It's just a fantastic place to have a picnic, to get a great view of San Diego. And not that people don't know about it, but I think it's a little bit hidden because it's a neighborhood park. Not everyone goes there. So you can feel a little bit like you're in the know if you go to Cato Sessions Park. Yeah, it's definitely a sweet view from up there. All right. So we've got a lot of eating, a lot of drinking, a lot of activities. We've talked about how to get there, where to stay, all that kind of stuff. And then now, like we do at the end of every destination diary, and we don't tell each other beforehand. So our reactions are as genuine as <laughs> yours when you're first hearing this. We do our can't miss, our skip, and our thing we would do again. And these are, we're only, the rules, as they say, set in stone, um, are that, that Trav you, always manages to break somehow. Are that you can only mention one thing. So you're uh, going to okay. distill everything we mm-hmm. just told you. Heather, you're going to distill everything they, we just told them into one can't miss. So what is your can't miss? If people are coming to San Diego, mm-hmm. the one thing they absolutely have to do. They have to go to Coronado Island, sit on that beach and have a picnic and hang out there all day. That That's my can't miss as is well. Is it really? It is. Coronado Island. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought it would maybe be Modern Times Brewery, well, to be I'm honest. Well, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat. Of course since, you are. I predicted it. Since you said that, then I'm going to say, you got to check out the brewery scene <laughs> and you got to go to Modern Times. Well, I will next time. There you as go. As long as I'm not knocked up. There you go. Um, all right. What is the one thing that you would recommend that people could skip? Okay. I would skip driving from LA to San Diego. And if you are going to drive, then you have to leave early. We already said that. I mean, whatever. We had a nice day hanging out at the beaches and going to, you know, Venice Beach and kind of all of that. But when we were up in LA, yeah. We were up in LA. The reason we left late. Why we left late. But I mean, just fly into San Diego um, or definitely leave LA early because it's it's not worth it. And like the part leaving LA, the part that part of the drive, I didn't even think was that cool. It's like closer when you get closer to San Diego, I thought that's kind of like prettier and you get to some of the beaches. So you could do that from San Diego and avoid that LA traffic. This was, I, I could not think of anything. Well, that's why I put that and, because and like San Diego was one. so cool. That's I was a great like, one. Well. I had a fantastic time despite the fact that you were sick and in the hotel room maybe 75% of the time. <laughs> I had a fantastic time eating and drinking. And the fact that you were sick and still had such an amazing time says it all about how awesome the city is. W- one of my favorite for sure in the US. So 
I am nitpicking here. And oh, I, I am not trying to besmirch and the name Be of smirch? I, I think that's the right word. Uh, <laughs> the name of this brewery, but I had very high hopes for this because everyone's like, you have to go here, you have to go here. And then I went and there was just ones I liked more. So would I tell you not to go here? No. But if you're picking breweries, Ale Smith, you, we drove all the way out to Miramar to go to. It, it was, was fine. It was also the one time we did hit some traffic getting to there. And it was kind of hard to yeah, find. It, it was fine. Uh, but yeah. there are plenty of other breweries you could go to. As we mentioned, Modern Times, Culture, uh, the list goes on Ballast Point, Stone, the list goes on and on and on. So that would be my skip. You know, if you had to skip something, skipping Alesmith and maybe the breweries out in Miramar themselves, if you don't have that much time, you can just go to North Park and hit up like 15 of them just by walking around. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was really hard though. Yeah, and now to, to the... to The, the wish we, the had, wish we done. had done. So a thing we that we done. hadn't done that you wish... We had. So I wish we had stopped at Laguna Beach. I wish we'd stopped in the OC because so many people recommended us. You know, they they recommended that we stop. Even my brother, who's been to Cal- he goes to California a lot for business, was like, "You have to stop in Laguna." And you know, we were just we had just come out of that traffic from LA, and we were meeting people for dinner, so we didn't really have time to stop. So I I think like more beach time just in general. Like, I love the beach. Maybe I would have stayed, like, splurged for a night or two for a hotel at the beach or, you know, more beach time. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to go back just for the eating and drinking alone. But the, And there's tons of activities you want to do, too. So boiling us down to one was hard, which is why I picked two. <laughs> um, of course but you there, did. But one, one is in the North County and one okay. is across the board. The North County, I wish I'd rented a road bike and cruised up and down the North County coast. It's awesome. It looks like awesome biking. You're just riding along, you know, between Cardiff and Encinitas and Solana Beach. And it just would be really, really fun. Great biking, get off. And then that leads me right into my second one. The second thing I wish I had done was actually gone in the ocean. So it was cold there in March. I went up to my knees, but I didn't actually dive in. Which is unusual for Travis. It is very unusual. He loves being in the water regardless of the temperature. From the man who literally jumped in Lake Moraine. Moraine Lake in in Alberta. (laughs) And it was 35. Six degrees so, uh, Fahrenheit. But um, so. yeah, he didn't go in the Pacific Ocean. I was surprised about that too. So when we head back to San Diego, I'll rent a bike. We'll cruise up and down the North County. Maybe I'll even go all the way down straight, all the way down into San Diego. And then I'll jump in the ocean to re- refresh myself. Yeah, and I'll eat some tacos and drink beer. There you go. Perfect. Um, That is our San Diego Destination Diary. As we mentioned, one of our favorite cities in America. It's fantastic. If you haven't gone, highly recommend it. If you have gone, you know how great it is. If you're going back... Take some of these suggestions, check them out, enjoy them. And if you are looking for other Destination Diaries, if you like this episode, we have done a lot of them now. We are adding to our list every time we do them, which is always fun. So we're going to run through a few of the ones, or we're going to run through all of the ones that we've done. So if you like this, you can get an idea of some of the other places. And what's cool about Destination Diaries, like I like doing this, either whether it's podcasts or guidebooks. If I've been somewhere, I like hearing other people's opinions about it to see if I jive with them. If I haven't, I love reading them because then it just gives me wanderlust. So this might do any of that for you or maybe all that. Here are our other Destination Diary episodes, starting with the newest first, Asheville, North Carolina. Barcelona, Spain. Ireland. The entire country. Uh, Santorini. The island of Paros. 
Georgia, the country. Chicago. New Orleans. Nashville. Japan. Cape Town, South Africa. Chiang Mai, Thailand. Guatemala. Philadelphia. Portugal. Santiago de Compostela in Spain. Portland, Oregon. Colorado. Croatia. And India. So we've covered it all. Lots of exotic locations, some places in the U.S., cities, regions, whole countries. We've got it all. Check those out. Uh, those destination diaries. Don't forget as well. You can always get all our show notes, whether it's this episode or any other episode that you're looking for, because we mentioned a lot of things and we're going to link it all up. So we do all the dirty work for you. So if you can't remember what we talked about, you can't, you didn't have time to write it down. Check out the show notes, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows, extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. That'll give you all. You can then go back and see all the shows that we've done and things like that and get the no- show notes for this, our San Diego destination diary as well. Don't forget, follow us on social media. If you're traveling around, check out the hashtag EPOP scavenger hunt. Go redeem that free coffee or gelato or whatever it is that people have bought you around the world as an EPOP fan. And uh, don't forget as well, if you are traveling, check out Tortuga's new backpack, their Outbreaker backpack, just named as Wirecutter's best travel backpack in the world. You can do that at tortugabackpacks.com. Use your promo code EPOP. I love this new backpack. Yeah, it's, it's very cool. Use promo code EPOP, EPOP, all capitals. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. And until next time. Happy free travels!